Welcome to the Chosen Girl Podcast, where we believe you are made for more and you have purpose. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to Chosen Girl. We're so glad that you're here with us. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are so excited about all that God's doing. Amen. We'd like to say hello to our new listeners in Panama. Yes. And where was the other one? In Brazil. Brazil! Yes! Thank you so much for tuning in and listening, guys. We are so blessed. Like, we don't even know what God's doing, but we're here for the ride. Amen. So, yeah. That's all we have to show for. Absolutely, girl. Today we're going to talk about something that really hits home, whether you realize it or not. Yes. You may not think that this affects you, but it, it really does. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to self-reflect and self-examine ourselves, and that's what we're going to do. We're calling this one... Uh, for all you T Swift fans out there, you need to calm down. Um, <laughs> I've been with her since the Tim McGraw days, honey. <laughs> but um, we're talking about offense today, and how really it's a thief of joy. Yes. Ultimately, it's a thief of God's plan for the new creation that we are in Him. Mm-hmm. It's not a part of the chosen life. No, not at all. And ultimately, I feel like it can really steal blessings. Mm-hmm. from us that God intended. So we're going to dive into that and ask some real questions like we always try to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess let's just get started. Yeah, I'll ask you the first question. Sure. Um, so why are you offended? Or why do you get offended? Wow. So um, Liz and I were talking earlier about the why of offense mm-hmm. and how it really can be so like it really can have so much to do with our own pride but also like a false expectation in someone else so like last week we talked about expectations and how they can really screw us up and if something doesn't go the way that you thought or if you're like twisting what someone else is saying twisting how someone else's actions are toward you yes it's going to result in offense and i want to um really quick Define being offended, and that's being resentful or annoyed. That word, annoyed, <laughs> it is annoying to be offended because sometimes you're offended and you don't. Even, you're like, why is this bothering me? Yes, and it's so important. Like, guys, we've got to dive into those whys, like mm-hmm. we are here. Um, but it says it's typically as a result of a perceived insult. Yes. So, like, a perception isn't fact. Right. A perception isn't truth. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times. And also, we would love to point out that the Greek word used in the Bible for offended, I'm not a Greek scholar, but I have Google, so praise the Lord for that. It, um, it's the word scandalon, and that word literally translates to the English word trapped. Wow. So, like, the whole reason we need to dive in and find out why we are offended is because being offended is literally like putting yourself into a trap. Mm-hmm. So for me, like going back to that original definition is a perception. Like it's either a perception about ourself or it's a perception of what someone is doing to us. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Liz? Like when, if you've ever been offended, why do you think that is? Going back to perception, I think it had a lot to do with what I thought that person's intent was. Yes. And a lot it's gotten me in trouble to think that someone had ill intent for me when they truly didn't right and um it can lead to harboring resentment and mm, anger towards girl. that person yes. um and 
it all just stemmed from being offended, yeah. having a differing of opinion. And I'm so glad that we already talked about expectations. And what you said earlier was spot on. Because we get offended when someone doesn't say, think, do what we expect them to. Right. Um, and it leads to this... It's almost, I don't even know what to call it. It's, it's so just kind of like a... It, yeah, it's almost like, like a little virus. I mean, it just like... I feel like it just gets in just a, a little bit. Yes. But it can so easily multiply and it starts to spew out into other things. Yes. Um, and as we continue our conversation, I think it's really important how we get rid of that and how we really talk and dive into that. But why are you offended? Um... It just comes from, you're not doing what I think you should. And it's all based around me. That's the sad part. God never said, well, you should be offended with X, Y, and Z, but not this. But really, it all has to do with me and what I think I should do or what I think someone else should do or how I feel. Yeah. There's nothing about offense in the Bible that says, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. So, I think that, okay, so for every question, there's an answer and there's a solution. Mm -hmm. When that offense comes, and we've now detected the why of an offense, and like guys, these are big and small. Like, um, being offended can be like on this huge, broad spectrum of someone looking at you the wrong way, and then mm-hmm. someone clearly doing something wrong to you. But either way, no mm-hmm. matter on the spectrum, forgiveness has to happen. Yes. And you have to move on because, like we said, in the Greek definition of this word, it is a trap. Mm -hmm. So no matter how small, no matter how big, we have to examine ourselves, Mm -hmm. examine the why. And then we have as a solution here, like, we have to deal with it. And not just deal with it, but deal with it A-S-A-P. You know, I feel like offense feels like... Like you said, trapped or almost like a chain. Like when you think of old cartoons yes. and if you saw a prisoner, they had that the ball and chain that was attached to them. And that's sometimes what offense feels like, but it justify but it's something that you can use to justify how you feel. Right. And it oh it, my gosh. it stands in the way of you accepting truth of it, um, or mo- or sometimes even reaching forgiveness. Yes. Because you're saying, Well, I'm justified because X, Y, and Z. Right. And the thing is, being offended is a choice. Um, and, and that's important because it's a trap that you choose to put yourself in. A lot of times when you think of trapping something, you think of someone else trapping it. Well, with being offended, you're either going to let someone else's actions affect you mm-hmm. or you're going to choose to move forward and forgive. Mm-hmm. So with the why of being offended, I think it's so important for us to, one, examine that why and examine ourselves, and two... Deal with it how we need to. So let's talk about that really quick. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've just gotten like right into it. So bear with bear with us, yeah. guys. We're like a giant snowball running down a hill <laughs> or rolling down a hill. Um, the best way to deal with it, like one, I think as quickly as possible. Yes. Two, I think healthy confrontation. Yes. Either that being with another person or with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Just from marriage, I know so many times I've been offended at something that my spouse does, and he didn't even realize Mm -hmm. that there was an offense there. Mm -hmm. So there I am trapped harboring bitterness and harboring that offense in my heart that's growing into like a festered wound Mm -hmm. when there was no ill intent whatsoever. And that's where we have to remember that it's a perception. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some other ways that you think we could share with our listeners to deal with this? 
just I, first off, like right out the gate. The first thing for me is always self-reflection and understanding the why. Yes. Because it's hard to, to fight anything. If It's like trying to fight a battle with your eyes closed. You're like, I'm not going to be offended anymore, but you have no idea what you're swinging at, what you're dealing with. And it also takes a level of honesty because it takes, sometimes you realize you're offended, not because of anything that anyone did to you, but because of what you, what you put on them or what you put on yourself or right. sometimes it's, it's you. So I think if you were honest enough to say, you know what, actually I really didn't need to be offended and my actions aren't justified just because of the way that they made me feel because yes, I didn't know their intent. Mm. It's, it is 100% impossible to be inside someone else's brain and to know what they're thinking and what their intent was mm-hmm. unless you ask them. Right. And I think something else, like as Christians, we should be able to freely give people the benefit of the doubt. Yes. I feel like that's how Jesus acted and mm-hmm. that's how he behaved with people. And we, like there's a difference between being foolishly trusting of someone, mm-hmm. but then also thinking the best in efforts to not be bitter. Yes. And I, I don't want to think bad of people. No. I want to think the best of people and I definitely want them to give me the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. when I'm on the other side of that offense yes. and I may have offended someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leads me to the next question. Like, how do we deal with when we are offended? Yes. What are what are the action steps there? <laughs> What you should do, or what I, what I right. actually okay. do. That's the real yeah. question. <laughs> well, I guess we should talk about what we should do. <laughs> yeah, what we should do. I think in those moments is you know take a step back. I think and like I said before, self reflect and figure out okay why why am I even upset? Because we've all been in those days where we've been upset, and before we know it, it's literally infiltrated everything. Everyone's mm. like, "Are you okay? You seem off." The way that you respond to like your like your husband or your yeah. friends or how you respond to your coworkers changes. It just throws everything off kilter. Um, so I think it's important that you take a moment and say, why am I actually upset? And then what should you do? You're like, okay. Once you kind of get down to the why, you can determine what you're going to do. So rather than yes. I need to go talk to this person and let them know. Let me tell you that there's a lot of power and I trust I'm not a confrontation person. Oh, girl, me either. At all. But there's a lot of power in saying, hey, I we had this conversation earlier. I don't know if I fully understood you correctly or I don't right. know if you understood me correctly, but I just want to clear the air to make sure that there's no misunderstanding. There's so much value in that. You don't have to go and accuse anybody of anything. Right. You don't have to make assumptions about what their intent was for you. Um, in my profession as a family consumer sciences agent, we talk a lot about um, interpersonal communications, especially within families, but this yeah. extends into literally every facet of your life. And using I statements, like, I feel like I misunderstood you because of X, Y, and Z. Or instead of saying, well, you said this to Uh me, and so now, you know, this is happening because of you. Um, I think it's important to take a lot of responsibility for whenever you feel offended because it affects your feelings. And no one can control your feelings but yes, you. That's so right. And that's exactly what we mean, guys, by healthy confrontation. Every time I think of that word confrontation, it makes my bones like chill. Like yes. I hate confronting people. But there is a healthy way to do it, especially as a Christian people, especially from sisters in Christ, brothers in Christ, yes. and going to someone else in the faith 
in a healthy way that's mm-hmm. not accusatory, mm-hmm. but that's just clearing the air. Because mm-hmm. most of the time when an offense takes place, it is one-sided. Yes. I would say 90% of the time, it is one-sided. And, and you know, with saying healthy confrontation, it being a person that you can go to, mm-hmm. that it's not going to cause a drama situation. Um, and then going along with just kind of nipping it mm-hmm. with that confrontation, I think that it's such an important thing to have a daily walk with Christ, to realize who you are in Him. Because yes. when we realize who we are in Christ, a godly person is not an offended person. No. That is not the way that God's kingdom works Mm -hmm. um, because I know for a fact that God's kingdom does not want us to be trapped. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's an emotion of the of the flesh, not of the spirit. That's not a fruit Mm -hmm. of the spirit. Um, You can go and read all of the fruits of the spirit: love and joy, patience, Mm -hmm. um, self control, like gentleness. Mm -hmm. Like none of those have to do with offense. And so when I think of when I have been offended in the past, it's mostly because of an an insecurity Mm -hmm. that I feel someone Mm -hmm. has targeted. It's a perception that someone felt a certain way about me Mm -hmm. that I honestly feel that way about myself. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like it touched a tender spot Mm -hmm. in my life. Yes. And so if we don't, in a healthy way, confront that, and if we don't confront ourselves mm-hmm. with reminding ourselves, hey, this is not who I am. Mm-hmm. This is not who God created me to be. And I think what we always have to do, I love that verse in the Bible that's talking about running the race mm-hmm. with the goal in mind. It says, I don't look to the re- left. I don't look to the right. I'm looking at the finish line. Right. When I'm looking at the finish line of who Jesus has created me to be and then my daily actions lining up leading up to that in that race being offended isn't one of those qualifications being Mm -hmm. offended isn't my description Mm -hmm. of who I'm supposed to be and you've got to think is this going to propel me forward or is this just going to hold me back right and all that offense will ever do is hold you back let me ask you this question yeah sure Um, I I know we have talked about this earlier but what do you do when you are offended by the actions of a fellow believer oh girl I think that one thing that I seriously, and, and I've dealt with this. This has mm-hmm. been something that we have both talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, this is real, guys, because this is where some twisted views of Christianity mm-hmm. um, can come in that Satan would love to yes. get his foot in the door with saying, hmm, like, is this really all that you think it is? Right. You know, if they're a Christian and they're acting this way. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's a lie from the enemy. One thing we have to remember is that we are all human. Yes. And that is so much easier said than done. I can think back to times where I have been done wrong mm-hmm. by people of faith. And I'm, I guess what? I've probably done somebody wrong. Mm-hmm. There's probably somebody out there looking at me right now thinking, wow, they really hurt my feelings in middle school, but now they're chosen girl. What's going on? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. Um, but we have to remember we're all human and we all make mistakes. We do. And the thing is, I can either let that hinder me mm-hmm. from moving forward, or I can remember that we are all human and make mistakes and praise God for the forgiveness that I can receive yes. when I do someone else wrong. Um, it takes a shedding of pride, mm-hmm. most definitely, because I who are we to be offended? Right. 
Who, like, I, and I think about this, which God loves us with the unconditional love, of course. Like, I think of the times that I've probably offended God. Oh my gosh. Like, does God get offended? Like, what is that kind of question? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he has, and he has, he's justly offended. Right. Like, how many times have I, you know, put him last on my priority list mm-hmm. or not given him glory mm-hmm. where I should have given him glory mm-hmm. and taking credit for something and building up my pride? Yeah. And, and I seriously think, like, who am I to be offended? But seriously, guys, something that I think is so important to remember when a person of faith offends us is how, one, how are you going to handle it? Mm-hmm. I would pray about healthy confrontation in that. Yes. But two, I think that there's also an expiration date to confrontation. That's something that I learned from Boo Church with uh, Rich and Don Cherie Wilkerson. Mm-hmm. You know, if you let that fester up for months and months and months, that confrontation moment has kind of passed you by. But that is not to say that in those moments when something happens and if you feel offended, and that doesn't mean that you have to have that conversation right then. Right. Because I'm a huge believer in wait until you're no longer angry. Right. Because whenever you, you're angry, you're hurt. And yes. hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. You got to pray for wisdom. Like that's the one thing mm-hmm. that I feel like I need to pray for on a daily basis mm-hmm. how to handle people. Let the Holy Spirit come in and guide you, give you the words to say. Yes. And I think that another dangerous thing that we get entangled in is mm-hmm. our feelings. Yes. Our feelings will lie to us. Mm-hmm. And I think about how many times have I said, that hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? My feelings are irrelevant most of the time. I'm not saying that feelings are important, but I'm saying that they'll lie to you. God's word and his truth Mm -hmm. will never lie to you, but our feelings will lie to you. They're just emotions Mm -hmm. because offense is a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's a perception. It's a feeling of resentment, of annoyance Mm -hmm. because of a perception. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can totally justify that if you want to, but I don't want to. That's not the kind of person I want to be. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that there are several things that we need to remember when another person of faith offends us. One, go to the Holy Spirit about it. Yes. Ask for wisdom. Absolutely. Two, remember that we are all human. That could be us next week, yes. honey. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that probably has been me. And three, don't let your feelings lie to you. Yes. Always seek truth. And don't forget to put an expiration date on that. I mean, I think not only just for confrontation, mm-hmm. but also on the, those feelings, that feeling of offense. Yes. Because if it if you harbor onto that, before you know it, you're going to still be feeling offended a week later, a month later, 10 years later even. Yes. Offended by that, the actions of that one person. Um, I kind of I learned this in college. When those moments when you get upset, if you put a time limit on it, you'll, you would be amazed at how much better you feel. Yeah. And you, it's okay. You're human. Once again, God is not afraid of your emotions or that he's not, he's not going to, he doesn't hate you because you got offended. He knows who you are. He made you. Right. But if you're going to continue to walk and do his work, being offended is, might hinder you from doing what he's called Absolutely. you to do. So, honey, you say, you know what? For one hour, I'm going to be upset about this. I'm going to feel how I feel right now. <laughs> the Lord's not afraid of, how, of my emotions. Party. Yep. Yeah. If you need to, ha- I mean, I'm being honest, but that's it. After that. Honey, move on. Yeah, move on. It'll be better. It's it'll be better for you in the long run because yes. your feelings don't affect that other person that you're offended. It at. just affects you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on mini rant real quick. If you're offended, no one has to know about it, but even God. 
That's the truth. When you start to tell other people and they start to justify your feelings, that's when, one, you get into a dangerous spiral of your feelings being justified. Mm -hmm. And you feel like it's okay to stay in that offense. Yeah. But then, two, it spreads malice about someone else that may have been a false perception. Mm -hmm. Then you have to go back, Mm y'all, and apologize. That's right. Because who knows, you could be spreading lies about a perception that you had. Right. You know what I'm saying? That someone didn't even mean. And if you if you don't know, I will say there's a lot of value. Seek out godly counsel. Absolutely. Go to that. Have that one person in your life who you know will always be honest with you. Yes. If you're in the right or in the wrong. And go to them and say, you know what? I'm really struggling with this. This is what happened. This is how I perceived it. Am I wrong? And find someone who will tell you the honest truth. Yes. And that's it. You just have to take their advice as godly advice, go to the Lord in prayer about it, and then move forward. You don't have to tell everybody and their mom. That's exactly right, girl. And you sure don't have to put it on Instagram. No. Oh, my gosh, no. Because <laughs> we all know, let's be real, we all know those situations. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get in trouble right here, y'all. <laughs> Where somebody's posting something on Facebook and Instagram with uh-huh. a caption that you're thinking, what in the world is going on in their life? Who is this directed towards? Mm-hmm. Y'all, Christians should not be known as that. We should not be known to stir the pot. We should not be known to stay in offense and be passive-aggressive in our actions with that. There's never a need for passive-aggressiveness. No! Like, deal with it in a mature way Mm -hmm. through the Holy Spirit, through wise counsel. Mm -hmm. Pray for wisdom and nip it. That's it. So that you can move on. Let yourself out of that trap. And that brings us to our third question. Why should we not want to be offended? Because I don't want to be trapped. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know what it comes trapped. down to. I mean, being offense brings no, no joy to you. If you're offended because someone doesn't know something, they didn't do the right thing, um, or anything like that, I mean, what what good does that do for you to just stay offended, right. stay mad? I mean, in, instead, should you not be praying for that person if you mm. believe that they're wrong, and if you can, if you're in the position to bring that to their attention and have a discussion, not a lecture, a discussion with them about and understanding why they may feel that way. And if you if you can't, ask the Lord to yes. bring you understanding, to bring you patience um, for that person. So Absolutely. There's there's no need for us to be offended. You're so right, and I think that one, two of the most important things that I have written down here is one, it's not how Jesus was, mm-hmm. and if it's our goal to be more like Christ every single day, then offense is not in that equation. You're right. But then two, we cannot be fully in God's will if we're living in offense. Mm-hmm. And let me show you in God's Word where it explains this. So. Mark eleven twenty five says, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against someone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. So, okay, let's talk about that really quick. Next episode, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, it clearly says, if you want the Father in heaven to yeah. forgive your trespasses, guess what? You need to be forgiving. Yes. But then, before that, we're going to read in reverse here. It says, whenever you stand praying. Mm -hmm. That tells me, if I have something against someone, and I'm praying to God, Mm -hmm. that offense is going to hinder my prayer life. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm going to reverse it one more time. The verse before that, Mark 11, 24, is about the verse that says, where Jesus is saying, if you have faith to say to a mountain, move, 
it, you have that faith to move mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading it. I'm sorry. I just misquoted. But anyway, y'all know the verse. We've mm-hmm. talked about this verse before. Is Jesus linking all this together in the verses? Can we can we make the assumption here and make the connection that lack of forgiveness and the presence of offense in our life is hindering our faith in our prayer life? Yeah. Wow. Like, it's all connected, guys. If you are trapped, you can obviously not walk. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. We call this our daily walk, our walk with God. If something is in a trap, it is mm-hmm. immobile. Mm-hmm. It can't move. Right. You're right. So you can't move forward. It's keeping you from moving forward in your faith, from moving forward in your prayer life. And I don't know if you guys have ever felt like your prayers have hit this ceiling before, like you've had baggage. Mm -hmm. But, okay, can you not take hold of what God has for you because of the baggage that's already in your hands? Right. Of offense? Yeah. And, guys, this is major. Like, Mm -hmm. this is major. Do you want God's plan for your life? Yes. And are your own feelings... Hindering you from the truth that God wants you to move forward into. Wow, that's good. And it's so easy to say, but how hard is it to do, guys? Mm-hmm. That's so Man. hard. That's so good. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to to dive into the next part of this talk. Next yes. week we're covering forgiveness, so join us next week. Make sure that you check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, on Instagram. Um, if you're wearing our merch, tag us. We want to see you. Um, thank you guys so much for coming along on this chosen journey, and we will see you next week. Absolutely, and stay tuned. We have a super awesome announcement. It's going to be well, great. For October 1st. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to Weekly Encouragement at thechosengirl.com. Now go out and live that chosen life in Him, friends. We'll meet back here next week.